Hey folks, today is Monday, June 18th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Hey folks, welcome to Monday. I hope the weekend treated you well. Many folks are cooling down from the uh, jet fuel that was the gaming news of E3. But I'll say here at the IntelliGame office, we're actually just getting started. Over the next four weeks, um, I'll actually be attending three different conventions. All of them are based out in New York City. Uh, Practice, which is a game design conference. Games for Change, which is a gaming event themed around games that are made to make a positive difference, and also the Game Devs of Color Expo, which you may remember me covering last year. Over the next four weeks, you're going to hear coverage right here on IntelliGame from Game Devs of Color Expo, from Practice, which is a game design conference based out of New York, and also Games for Change. I'm really excited to be able to check out all of these shows and to hopefully report back some really interesting stories and really interesting people, too. In the meantime, Jenny is going to hold down the fort for the live stream. You'll remember that Kim Chica uh, joined our team just a few weeks ago, and you may have heard her spot a couple Fridays ago. So she'll be driving the live stream. You can check her out on Wednesdays, and stay tuned to our social media to find out more about when and where those live streams will take place. Now, on Friday, you may have tuned in on Twitch to watch our stream of Vampire, Don't Not Entertainment's latest game, in which we play a doctor turned into a vampire investigating the scourge that is plaguing uh, gothic London, at the same time as an outbreak, the outbreak of Spanish flu. There are a couple interesting mechanics to the game. It's sort of a overall dark, gritty action RPG with, of course, vampirism. But the game makes a significant effort to try and dissuade you from killing. Or maybe I should say instead, it adds some complexity to the killing that you just might do in any other game. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about the principles of designing a game that disincentivizes violence. Let's go ahead and get started. There's been a lot of talk about Vampire's experience system. Playing as Dr. Jonathan Reed, you are a vampire, and your powers are channeled from the amount of blood that you've consumed. Now, in Vampire, you don't just delicately prick the neck of somebody and then turn them into a vampire while sucking their blood. This is a death-dealing process. And in Vampire, the greatest amount of experience comes from taking blood from people who are not enemies, the random people in the town. There's a blood quality meter, and for each member of the town, their blood quality increases as you discover more information about them, about their backstories, and their ties to other people in the city. Interestingly, when I look at this experience system from a meta perspective, I feel like there is... Uh, sort of a larger discussion at play. 
What happens when you don't really have a reason not to take power? Many games from their onset will provide you a sort of binary in terms of what positive things you can gain for your characters. Either you can gain the positive good things by being the hero, or you can gain the positive bad things by being the villain. Different types of weapons that you have access to, different parts in the storyline, characters you can align with, so on and so forth. But it's provided, that, that incentive is provided right from the onset, from the beginning. In Vampire, they don't really provide you any incentive to be good, quote-unquote. One of the intro tooltips for the game says the game's difficulty will decrease based on how many people you kill. And then later on, you find out that if you suck the blood of members of the town, that the districts that they reside in can fall into chaos. But that's all they say. They don't say, if you help the citizens, then the city can flourish, and then they'll help you by being allies, or giving you weapons, or whatever. Uh, from the game's onset, it feels like your incentive to do the right thing is just that you're doing the right thing. And the incentive to do the wrong thing, or to take the power from these people, is that you become more powerful and can do what you want. And this feels like a particularly relevant lesson in 2018. When we look at a world that's full of corruption and villainy, we see massive concentrations of wealth and power in the hands of very few, we look at a system that doesn't necessarily incentivize people doing the right thing. It doesn't incentivize letting power remain in the hands of small individuals who have it, of letting the ties in an individual community power its own existence. And when we look at people who have the opportunities to aggregate power, we have to ask what would be their incentive to not do so, other than it being the right thing to do. Dr. Jonathan Reed in Vampire has a mission. He's trying to find out who's turned him into a vampire in the first place, and he's also going through and solving these murders and mysteries that are taking place in London. There's an outbreak of Spanish flu, he is still a doctor and is still trying to be helpful, and his ability to complete his tasks, to survive and fight the occult horrors that he is being confronted with, well, his odds increase if he's more powerful. But if his only solid, concrete way to obtain the power he needs is to victimize the people that he's meant to protect, then one kind of has to ask, do the ends really justify the means? As players, we have the opportunity to ask this question of ourselves. And though many of us aren't in a position where we can aggregate that kind of power, I think more often than not, we're put in situations where we can be asked, is there any real reason to do the right thing other than it being the right thing to do? I would venture that in those situations, doing the right thing should be reason enough. So far, though I haven't cleared the game yet, 
So far, though, the game has presented challenges by me not sucking the blood of all the folks in front of me. I have to say that I, for one, feel stronger about my gameplay when I can see these ties that the citizens have to each other, learn about them, help heal them when they're sick, because I'm a doctor, because that is the right thing to do. I wish there was a more complicated reason than that, but is it really worth it to watch society fall into corruption and chaos, all because we believe that just a couple people need to have all the power? Do we really think that the things that they'll be able to do or to act on, the supposed evils that they'll be able to eliminate from the world, do we not just see an opportunity for them to become that new iteration of that evil? And what happens to all the people who are connected to those folks who were victimized, terrorized, or killed in the process? There's a lot that's really interesting about Vampire's experience system as a whole. But the questions that it asks about violence, about the ways that we enact it on each other, and whether or not it's really worth it, well, those are some really interesting questions too. My hope is that progressing through the game, though there will certainly be combat and violence and bloodshed, that it will feel like there's a tangible reason to protect those who need protecting, to not victimize those who don't have an opportunity to protect themselves. But there'll really only be one way to tell, and that's to continue forward. Folks, IntelliGame is growing by leaps and bounds, and I'm really excited to share some new content with you. It's dropping on Thursday. It's the first video of what we're calling IGTV. It's a special video essay that I think you'll really enjoy. If you want to make sure that you get the heads up when it goes live, you should subscribe to us on YouTube. Right now, we're actually doing a sort of push to get our first 50 to subscribers. On YouTube, you can't get your custom URL if you're under 50 subscribers, so I can't say go to youtube.com slash letsintelligame until we get enough folks. So that's where you come in. If you go to YouTube and just search for IntelliGame, you'll see the channel pop up on the top. Just go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit the little bell so you get the notifications when we get new stuff. You'll see our video post on Thursday, and it'll sound a little familiar if you are a subscriber to IntelliGame Radio. But we've revised it a little bit, and of course, added the magic of visual. So I hope you like it. Shout out, by the way, to Adam Garner, an IntelliGame patron who not only suggested the video, but has really helped a lot in putting it together. So if you want to see this sort of new team effort collaboration in the IntelliGame space, swing on over to YouTube. Search for IntelliGame and hit that subscribe button. Thanks a lot. Oh, and also, you could tell a friend to hit the subscribe button too, because your friends are great, and you're great. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, 
All right, folks, that does it for today's edition of IntelliGame Radio. I've been your host, Josh Boykin, and you can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Wallstormer. Keep an eye out for more IntelliGame content by swinging over to IntelliGame.us, the main homepage. We've got all sorts of really interesting things happening this week. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Let's IntelliGame, and we stream on Twitch at Let's IntelliGame as well. Keep an eye out for our stream going live on Wednesday, where our very own Jenny Wyndham, aka Kim Chica, is going to be hosting a stream. I'm really looking forward to you being able to to kind of meet her for the first time in the IntelliGame space, and uh, I think it'll be awesome. Also keep an eye out, we'll probably have some special IG Radio updates this weekend um, as a result of attending practice, which is a game dev conference out in New York. If you've got any questions, any comments, feel free to shoot them over to podcast at intelligame.us, or you can go ahead and hit us up on social media. We always love to hear from you. And of course, if you are using the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message. Leave us a question or a comment, what have you, um, and we just might put you on air. So thanks again for hanging around with us. I hope you have a fantastic Monday, and until next time, Keep IntelliGaming.